This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode of Giggly Squad is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. It is definitely allergy season, and if you're someone that suffers from allergies, then I'm really sorry that spring is a huge struggle for you. I'm going to be honest, it's kind of fun for the rest of us, but I know what it's like living with someone with allergies. Craig has the absolute worst allergies, and that's why he loves coming to New York City. It's literally concrete. One thing I do as a good girlfriend is always have Kleenex Ultra Soft tissues. They're hypoallergenic and allergist approved, so you can attack watery eyes and battle runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. We are very into our skincare routine, so we're not going to let anything mess it up. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mother's Day is May 12th. I repeat, Mother's Day is May 12th. Let's not forget it. Our moms are the most important thing on this earth. And Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom so easy. You can shop by price. You can do 25 and under or 100 and under. You can shop all categories, fragrance, handbags, gift lists. You can even get gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. And there's stuff for grandma, there's stuff for aunts. There's always top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect Mother's Day gift. And remember, Mother's Day is May 12th. Sup, Giggler? Gary, fix the Wi-Fi. Manifest that shit. We can't be managed. <laughs> I mean, the day just got away from me. You press recordo? Why are you saying recordo? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just like gave me the ick, honestly. (laughs) What is up, my green nailed gigglers? I don't know if I said that one before, but no, everyone has green nails right now. I know. We literally started a movement. I went to Vegas and like all the gigglers were showing me their nails and we're taking photos of our nails. I mean, Zara needs to drop some green nail polish or something. No, seriously. Someone needs to. Someone has to do it. I keep getting ads for Zara's makeup and I'm like, guys, stop overcompensating because you know I talk shit about you. <laughs> Didn't you cancel them single-handedly? Canceled Zara makeup? I, w- I was Kylie Jenner tweeting about Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> literally you're like zara makeup it's so over that was a real throwback we're we're virtual right now Paige is in charleston i'm about to go to paris tonight it's gonna be my whole new personality it's gonna how chic so chic you have literally have to catch a flight to paris no it's it's intolerable like it's (laughs) obnoxious i also know zero french like i can't No, i know zero french I do appreciate the French because I just feel like they're so rude and I love that. Like they don't care about anyone but like the French. And so like I feel like if you go to France and you even do know a little bit of French and you try it with them, they're like, let's just talk English, you absolute imbecile. Like and I appreciate (laughs) that energy. 
appreciate it too. It's like, because we're New Yorkers. Be real with me. If you fucking hate me, just hate me. Yeah, like I Rub don't care. Keep, we got to keep it moving. Like we got things to do. I'm such a nerd. We're basically, we didn't have a honeymoon. So we're mm-hmm. going to the French Open. <laughs> it's like the thing. Haven't you been to the French Open? I oddly have been to the French Open. <laughs> it's um, so random. So random. And I can never look back on those pictures because I f- something happened to me on that trip where my face got so bloated because I think <laughs> I was literally inhaling so much salt that you'll never find a picture of me from said French Open because I can't look at my face. It literally looks like I got my wisdom teeth out because all I, I just I didn't stop eating in France. I love how you're like, I've deleted all evidence all across the internet. <laughs> no one would ever know I was there. Um, <laughs> but didn't but you fall in love with tennis at the French Open? I remember you texting me being like, wait, this is c'est la vie chic. It was probably the chicest thing I've ever been to. And we've been to the US Open. And like, I think that's chic. The French one is on a different fucking level. Yeah, US like, Open's not chic. US Open is like, is like cute, fun, high energy. French Open, Wimbledon class class the way that people are dressed to go to the french open i was just like oh oh my god well i texted you and said i'm going to the french open and you got all stressed you're like do you know what you're gonna wear i'm like you know me a day before i'm gonna pressure makes diamonds i'm just gonna figure it out i will say i do remember every single outfit i wore on that french trip (laughs) and that's people say that you're dumb you are dumb yeah but you're specifically very smart with outfits i'm i'm smart with things that i care about you know that's adhd i think that's just narcissism (laughs) i think it's just pure self selfishness if i wanted to be a doctor i'm sure i could do it but i'm like i don't care (laughs) <laughs> no i'm the, the same G- way because i'll be like i have adhd and they're like but how come you focus so hard on like making stupid right. clips on tiktok and i'm like because it's my passion if i became a doctor my slogan would be like look at some point everyone dies so <laughs> i don't <laughs> i literally don't know what to tell you <laughs> we also have to discuss i was in vegas oh You're- yes you looked stunning gorgeous you hated vegas I you hate- would have loved this experience in vegas okay you looked like you had you looked like you had a residency. I had a full residency yeah. for like 14 hours. They put me up at this very nice suite where the performers go and immediately my DMs are blowing up by gigglers being like they're going to kick you out. Double yeah, check, was, call in. I was going to say were you triggered by getting like a nice room? I didn't even take my pants off for like <laughs> 2 hours cuz I was like <laughs> I didn't even take my shoes off. I was like we're going to have to pack this up. <laughs> But let's get the footage. And it's such a big room, at least with you. I had you where like I was alone. At one point I was just standing in the corner, just like not knowing what to do. Oh, okay. You're like alone, <laughs> alone. And I didn't know you which like, furniture to sit on. I felt like other furniture would get jelly if I yeah. sat on the other furniture. At one point I sat on the floor. How was there? <laughs> mental picturing i just was sitting on the floor how is the room service incredible yeah incredible my favorite part the problem though is when the room is so big that when the person like knocks on the door it takes me like 10 minutes to get to the door because i'm in like four rooms over my mom has this story where she said she knows she knew at this exact moment that i was going to be like a difficult woman like 
hard to please when the first time like we ever stayed in a hotel and like I got room like she ordered room service and I was like five years old and I saw it come to the door and I was like my whole world had changed I was like wait a second and honestly I remember that moment like it's stuck in my brain and ever since then I think room service is the best thing that's ever happened to the planet you go, I have found my purpose I found my passion <laughs> I was like hold on they're gonna wheel that table to the bed and we're gonna <laughs> sit on the edge of it. I do have to say though, when I'm alone, I actually kind of get anxiety with room service because you know they come in and they're always like very nice, and you're always embarrassed because you ordered like so much food. Yeah. And then they have to like open up all the food, and you're yeah. just standing there like yeah, like a gremlin. Like nah, 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 nah. can we? It's eat like when people sing you happy birthday. You're like I don't know what to do with my hands. And then they're always like, and sign the check. And then it always like has gratuity added, but they're like looking. So I feel like I have to add more gratuity. And I'm like, I just know that there's a high percentage that I'm going to fuck up this one-on-one -on -one interaction. Can I tell you something so dumb? <laughs> Whenever I'm in that situation, like gratuity included or not, I can't, I don't know. So I just always write 20%. But if you think I can add that quickly, what the 20% on the bill is, you're out of your tree. Like, I can't. So, so you just, write 20%. I write 20%, then I leave the total blank, then I sign my name. I'm like, they'll figure it out when they're back there. Wait, that's so dumb. It's genius. Because if they already had added the 20, they'll be like, oh, she means making sure the 20's on. Right. Wait. They could also, like, I could write in 20%, then they could do the total equaling 100%, and I could be getting scammed, and I, and it's not my, I don't need to know. That, it has nothing to is, do with me. That's not your journey. No. <laughs> you have given it to someone else to deal with, and it's, it's none not of my, your fault at this point. It's literally none of my business. They always bring it, like, deep in the room, you know, so then you're just yeah. standing there with a stranger in the room, and then you're, like, waiting for them to leave so you could pummel it down your throat so then they're sometimes they're chatty like i don't love that part of it have you ever been on the phone with room service and like your order keeps going and going and then they're like <laughs> how many people is this for yes, and you're yes. by yourself and you're like two for sure like this is definitely so what they did at the win is they ask first they go how many people is this for? So, so it's less awkward if at the end so you don't have to be Got like it. seven. <laughs> there have been multiple times where I'm like, there's three people in here for sure. <laughs> like, we're going to need three bed. sets of utensils. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. They're not here right now, but they're coming. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I ordered tuna fish croissants. I'm always very daring. I always like to live oh, life on the edge. You honestly, that's food poisoning right there. I say that I find the drama. I am the drama. Yeah. I am the drama. With your Vegas excursion, you did unfortunately miss the Taylor Swift concert. You guys, Paige texted me months ago being like, I'm going to Taylor Swift. And I was like, can I come? And she was like, no, I'm bringing Craig. And I was like, okay, Wait. you don't support women in the arts. Wait, I actually you don't support women in the arts. You say I you actually do. remember texting you that being like, I'm going to Taylor Swift. And I was like, that's such a weird thing that I just randomly told her that because like I'm not inviting her. I just wanted her to know. And you're like, cool, can I come? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, 
because it was like a brand collab. <laughs> they had they reached out to me. Clearly, I wasn't their first choice. No, but we were there with Claudia and her sister Margot and Ben, and it was. I didn't know they were going to be there. My, I know. What happened to me is they were basically like, you have to get there at a certain time, and I couldn't get back from Vegas, so I had to cancel my Taylor Swift experience, and I need you to tell me everything I missed. Okay, so first, let me preface this with I have gone through phases with Taylor. Oh, my God. <laughs> <coughs> Are you about to yeah. come for Taylor? And no. The Taylor no. gods are... No, 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 no. Remember when you came for Rihanna and everyone was really mad? Okay. Like she doesn't have a bitchy face. Oh, my God. That's a compliment. It's a compliment. She's pregnant. I feel like I've gone through phases with Taylor Swift. Like, all through high school, I died for Taylor. Like, it was the only music I really listened to. High school and college. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Love Taylor. After I got out of college, I kind of, like, fell off. Like, I didn't care anymore. And I was like, whatever. Like, this is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? Blah, blah, blah. Within the past, I would say like year or really like after she did her documentary, I was like back on Taylor since like her breakup. I just like like what she stands for. I like her demeanor. But with that, I went into I would like to say most situations. I went into this situation like I go into most, I would say. And I would say pretty humble where I'm like I definitely don't belong at a Taylor Swift concert with these diehard Swifty fans yeah because I do not know every word to every song I definitely know a lot of words to a lot of songs but I'm not like top tier fan wait that reminds me you know when you're like on the bus and like girls just break out in song and you don't know the words to the song they're breaking out in and you have to just like move your head and you're like you kind of finish the end of the word (laughs) yeah oh wait till I get I have a great example of that so I am like I want I want to go and I know I know Craig is a really big fan of Taylor Swift like he's gonna know all the words great I I can all go with him Craig is pumped so excited we get to Taylor we get our seats we're sitting there Claudia and Margot come in they're sitting on the other side of me they know I mean, they know not only every song, they know every outfit she's going to wear during that song. They know when she has talking monologues. They told me when it was appropriate to go to the bathroom. Like, I would have died if I did not have a Taylor Swift chaperone in Claudia. So, like, Oh, my. So they made it way more interesting because they were like, this is why this is important. Yes. They were giving giving me all of the factoids that I needed. They knew every single word to every single song. So, in fact... The words that I didn't know, I would just listen to Claudia and then I would repeat them a little bit slower. Like, so I was like, yeah, girl. Shout out to Claudia for also having an amazing singing voice. It's like, I'll sing things and people will be like, you're ruining the song. At one point, I like looked at her and I was like, you could give this concert. Like, she really was so good. I was like, I feel like I'll just come to your apartment and we'll have a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, we could have done this in New York City. Yeah, I didn't have to come to Jersey for this. The concert starts and Craig starts kind of panicking because he didn't know really he knew like two songs and he was like (laughs) oh my god I thought like I knew way more than I did and I just in my head I was like wow this is so our personalities I came in here humble humble (laughs) I know nothing in reality I knew it all knew it all honey he came into it being like I know everything and in reality knew fucking nothing 
Okay. It's giving the plane is going down and Craig is like, I can fix this plane. And you are like, actually, babe, I'll do it. It's giving, let me put my oxygen mask on first and then I'll deal with whatever the fuck's going on over here. (laughs) But I need to save myself first. Now, I kept looking at him. I go, don't you want to sing? Oh, you don't know this song? Let me sing it for you. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Wait. So... Did he know like three Taylor Swift songs and thought he was like a Swifty? He literally knew like songs from the first album. Like my polo, my dog knows those songs. Like it's Wait, it wasn't. So you you kept looking over to him. He must have been. He got actually so anxious. He was so sad. He was like, "Wow, I really <laughs> thought like I was just gonna know more." Wait, so you guys are laughing, singing together, doing like choreographed dance moves together, and he's just in the corner. He pulled, I mean, he pulled a full Hannah. He was singing not the real words, but in the melody, you know? <laughs> and no one was going to call this man out. So. You're looking at his lips and they're just, they're, he's speaking Spanish. <laughs> he's doing <laughs> reggaeton. But he had, he had a great time. He's doing Taylor Swift, Craig's version. <laughs> yeah, literally, Craig's version. Um, not produced by Scooter Braun. I will say she is, I think, like, the only way to describe her, I think, as a human is, like, literally just a powerhouse. Like, I don't know how she performs for so long and so passionately. She does it three nights in a row. Then she takes, like, four nights off. And then each weekend she's in a new city. How was the beginning of it? Like, walk us through a little. She comes out. Basically, the whole thing is, like, each each album each era is a different room in the house and a different color so like when you see the lights in the stadium turn a different color you know you're entering a different era she kind of performs like i would say three songs from each album she does a total of 40 songs and then two surprise songs which is nuts her parents come to every show. They have their own separate tent. Then there's a tent for famous people. So last night at our show, um, I'm trying to think who was there. It was like Ben Stiller. The night before, like Jennifer Lawrence, Reese Witherspoon went to one. Like all these famous people, so many famous people go. Does it there's cut a to them? Full, there's a full tent. Um, no, but we were like looking on Twitter to like see who was there. Yeah. But it was definitely inexperience for sure like I'm glad I experienced it but as your friend I'm never gonna be like oh my god you're almost the greatest night of our lives like you're fine I actually have never been to like I'm not was never a concert girly I think yeah because I was forced to be playing tennis all the time wait I was never a concert girly either and it was really because my mom was like no I also didn't do drugs yeah she was like bad things happen at concerts you're not going once in college my friends made me go to this i what what's the guy who's like (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah for sure um dude i can't that's you're literally craig he'll be like who's that actor with the hair dave matthews band okay yeah but like how you just craig will literally say to me sometimes you know that actor that i like i'm like oh yeah for sure definitely (laughs) yes with that description who couldn't know who couldn't i don't know how I like grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and I just Dave Matthews Band never crossed my desk. Like it was never. <laughs> <laughs> I never even never even opened the page. <laughs> no one ever put it on. Never crossed my desk. I love I love that saying. Oh my god! If somebody ev- if I forget anything, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> 
honestly it never crossed my desk so i'm not sure (laughs) speaking from two girls who rarely ever had a nine to five and never crossed my desk (laughs) i missed the meeting um definitely missed the email sorry i don't think i was on that email no (laughs) how much do you think i've been lying do you think i've been lying the past week when i missed that one email and i was like can you keep forwarding it to me did you think I was lying? Because I genuinely no, I wasn't. don't think you're. I don't think you're lying. But when you do it, I go, oh, maybe I put the wrong page on it. I always click the email. I go, definitely was sent to page, and then I <laughs> okay, resend. I'll do it all day because it makes me feel useful. It makes okay, me feel great because like I I'm got you. I got way in my head the one night because I was like, <laughs> Hannah definitely thinks I'm lying, and I'm just like not responding to any emails, and I got so nervous about it. Anyway, I okay, feel keep like going. my college friends were like, we're going to Dave Matthews Band. They're all excited, and I'm like. Lil Wayne like I'm like yes Akon so I'm like Dave Matthews band this sounds like it's for retired people but I'm like fine I'll go and I decide to you know how like every one or two years I take like a huge hit of weed to just see if I'm good at smoking weed see what happens so they got me high and then all these instruments come out yeah I don't fuck with instruments like too many instruments I was like what? like a trumpet a trumpet I was feeling like we were going to war I, it was like what is that a cello grow up <laughs> a cello then like the drums like I was like I just want to see Diplo like what is going on here the stimulation was it was too starting much. a war chant yeah. of some kind I had the most insane panic attack yeah with Dave and then Dave Matthews was like <laughs> with his voice and I was like why does his voice sound like that I freaked out so now I can never listen to Dave Matthews band again and I never have it's I've triggering for you so like I was not a concert girly <laughs> how old were you honestly it was young enough that it scarred I was like 19 yeah, you were scarred for I was life. 19 but also, I don't like big crowds. I don't like being stuck in places that I can't get out of easily. Like, yeah. the second I get somewhere, I'm like, how do we leave? Also, I want easy access to the bathroom. If I'm nervous pooping the whole time, I want to be able to just drop in and it's easy to come back. I don't like a whole rigmarole. It's so funny how we are so opposite because my first Dave Matthews band experience, <laughs> quite literally, the exact opposite. <gasps> what happened? We would go to Dave, Dave Matthews. In Okay, where I grew up, there's Saratoga Performing Arts Center. So in the summer, they have all of these concerts. So when you're in high school, I think they changed the rules now. But that was like the first place you would really drink because you would drive to these parking lots and you would kind of like tailgate pregame before you went in. They changed the rules now like it was a rule. Like this is where you drink. No, they changed because we all were getting so fucked up and we were like 15 that they yeah. did they ended up changing the rules of like you couldn't go in the parking lots before and drink yeah so like my first dave matthews that was like you would hit high school if you were going to a dave matthews concert and i was a freshman yeah. in high school i planned my outfit i still remember what i wore i wore a white romper from bb and some girl <laughs> looked at me and goes oh honey a white romper and i was scarred for life scarred for life because it was stunning gorgeous oh my god i remember i got you're like now i have to become a fashion influencer (laughs) and now i have to become a fashion icon crash Um, over me crash over me so i got i remember (laughs) me and my friends got so drunk and then my parents picked us up from a concert and they brought us to a diner and they had no idea that we were we couldn't see straight Wait, that is so... We had such a different experience. Such a different experience. 
<laughs> but also Dave Matthews Band, like people are chilling. People are like loving life. Chilling. So like people are yeah, I people just, are smoking weed, they're doing mushrooms, they're chilling. I also didn't know any word to any of it, which is again, you're just kind of like when people look at you and they make they when they make eye contact, that's the worst. When they're singing, making eye contact and you're trying to and you're just like, Yes, what you said. <laughs> If you don't know what, if you don't know any words at a concert, I've resorted to the phrase, so good live. Such a different experience live, <laughs> you know? Be like, Shh, I'm trying to listen. This is, her voice is so Yeah, because then it throws people off. They're like, oh my God, she's such a fan. She's like really immersed. I do have to say, I have a terrible memory, mm-hmm. like very bad memory. All hot girls do. I'm so good with lyrics. So what's our good snacks? Well, we were in a in a box, so there were great snacks, chicken fingers and sushi. It was an odd combo, but I was here for it. All I was thinking about while we were on the way to the concert was how were we going to leave the concert? Like, yeah, where was everyone parking? One. Also, like, how much money was Taylor Swift making on each show? We're calculating <laughs> merch. Like, I was being full. Like, I was like, what is she pulling in here? Um, so all we were thinking about, like, was when we were going to leave and... Claudia and Ben had rented a car and drove. So at like before they knew like the whole show. So they knew the exact perfect time to leave. Literally took us 15, 20 minutes to get back to the city. It was the biggest high. The biggest high. We me and Craig started laughing because I was like, oh my God, we're so fucking old. Because we were like, if we get back to the city now, we'll have a full hour before we have to like get ready for bed. And then I was like, and I can do my skincare and we can pack for our bags (laughs) and get on our flight in the morning. Like it was so I felt like I was eighty years old. See, when I heard Taylor Swift concert in New Jersey, all I felt like it was like leaving a football game, you know, where like everyone leaves at the same time and then you don't want to leave too early. She sold it out and they I think it the count was like 70,000 70,000 people. 70,000 people leaving a venue all at once. Like no. So you not guys for left me. a little early? We I would say we left like 30 minutes before it ended. Um how was the outfits? Like not her outfits the outfits of the crowd the outfits of the crowd were great i mean everyone like really served served and really was like into it and dressed up and it was um it was like very sweet like you did feel like you were a part of something i did enjoy the concert but i would never i'm not like some of those tickets were going for like five grand it couldn't be me wild wild crazy what I get surprised by is the outfit changes by yeah. the artist. Like Taylor, I saw she had one with like one long leg spandex yep. into my head. I'm like, how did she do the outfit changes? Would she just disappear? Was it quick? She would disappear. She would like go under the stage and then she would pop back up. But what I've realized is I think they put a, they have a lot of clothes on and oh. then they take off. Because there was one thing where like it was, she ripped it down the back and she had a whole new outfit on. So I think she has like a base layer. Wow. The wardrobe stylists are so fascinating for those. Because, yeah, it has to be easy to take off. Because, you know, most dresses that are fashion are impossible to put on. Could you imagine the admin of <laughs> where you're going to change, where are the clothes, what, like the timing, the steps, the the choreography? See, I'm fascinated by all the admin of a concert of that level. I mean, Giggly Squad, we have a lot of admin for our show. <laughs> no. Dude, we have to talk about the documentary on HBO that is literally 
just a podcast tour that they vlogged and turned into a documentary. And I was like, it's this podcast smart list. It's Jason Bateman, um, Will Ar- Will Arnett. Arnett, and then Sean. I don't know what Sean's name last name is. They have a podcast and they like started doing live shows and it's basically just following them from city to city. It, it's Giggly Squad. I was like, first of all, we have way more debacles that happen as we're traveling than they do. I mean, they fly private. They fly fully private to every city. They're like in the penthouse of every hotel. Ours I'm would like, be way more fun to watch. I'm like, try getting kicked out of the penthouse. How would that feel? How would you think? And I was like, we need to start vlogging and just throwing it up on YouTube. They're not getting their hair and makeup done and, and like getting no. nervous about outfits. Everything they complain about is food related. And I'm like, get a Hannah who eats your leftovers and you'll literally never worry about it. Um, we will not eat or have McDonald's because we're so high on adrenaline from all the craziness. Also, they definitely have like so much staff, right? Like running the shows. So I mean, they have assistants. They have tour managers. They have like all the things. They literally just show up. But one of the parts, it's in the very beginning. I couldn't stop laughing because they walk into their first venue and it's in D.C. And I think it's actually the venue we played in D.C., uh-huh. And they walk in and they're looking at all the seats and they look at each other and they're like, wait, what do we say when we get on stage? Like, like they got so nervous. They were like, wait, why did we agree to do this? Like, this is... And I was like, oh, my God, that's the feeling I have every time before we walk out on stage. I'm like, wait, what if what are we doing? <laughs> no, I just have a like huge fear of saying the wrong city. Yeah. But I, Which yeah, I definitely paused so and you've funny. gotten me for. You're like, and Denver! Because <laughs> even though the cities are different, the stages feel the same sometimes. The stages feel all the same. Um, That's of- fascinating, though. I need to watch it to manifest for us. Yeah. And it's funny. They're funny. Yeah, they are. Their podcast is amazing. Um, yeah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rust-oleum's new custom spray five in one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five in one only from rust-oleum I am so happy that it's spring. Spring is actually probably my favorite season. Winter is too cold. Summer is too much pressure. But spring just, I love doing spring cleaning. I love getting rid of things. I love starting a workout routine. You guys know that I've been trying to work out more and more. So I have the best news ever, and it's that Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm and to tap into your power and build towards your summer. Peloton has classes for everyone. If you only want to do something for five minutes, then Peloton has something for you. If you want to try yoga or if you want to do a walking class, then Peloton has it for you. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. I like that when you do like a few workouts and you know which one's your favorite, they just like automatically give you more exactly like that. I feel like it just keeps your fitness journey fresh for every day. So get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? 
Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school and get smoothing you know where. And they have straps that actually stay on. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support is absolutely guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck in between two cup sizes that don't really fit you. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your first order with code podcast15. Side note, I saw Claudia on The Toast was talking about she was kind of coming for like some influencers who talk about manifesting. I do not think she was coming for us at no, all. No, certainly not. She was talking about influencers who would be like, I manifested this brand trip and then I got it. And she's like, but you've been messaging them, DMing them, emailing them, tagging them for weeks. And I thought it was funny to think about, but there's a difference. I mean, it is a form of manifesting in terms yeah. of just focusing on something and trying to get it, saying it out loud, going for it. Yes. But there is also... It, that is like a I get a hundred percent what she's saying. Like you don't yeah. really call it manifesting, you go like, No, you did it. If you like, like you asked did for it. it. Yeah. You asked for it. Yeah. Um but then I saw this Jim Carrey is like very fascinating. We don't talk about Jim Carrey enough. No, we don't. You su- you saw his graduation speech? About the bicycle? Yes. Tell the people. Tell the people. <laughs> so he brings up manifesting. I'm like, okay, Jim Carrey's coming into our, you know, our realm. realm what is he saying and i knew he was like an interesting spiritual guy and he basically was like an irish teacher in middle school told him if you want something you ask for it like say it out loud he said pray about it the og manifestation christianity <laughs> jesus was the ultimate manifester <laughs> No, I love our generation and Gen Z because we're like, religion, oh my God, couldn't be me. And they're like, just get these crystals and um, pray to this God and manifest this. And it's like, we just literally took Christianity and repackaged it, Gen Z approved. So she basically was like, say what you want. And he's a kid. So obviously he's like, I want a bike. Yep. And then he said two weeks later, a bike emerges on his stoop or whatever. And... He goes, how does this here? And he goes, someone put your name down for some random raffle for a bike and you won. And from that moment on, he said like his life just fucking shot out because it's like once you believe in it, it happens. Like I truly. okay, not to get deep about tennis, but I really manifested being a professional tennis player. Like all I wanted was to be a professional tennis player and it didn't happen. And I think it's because deep down I wanted it for the wrong reasons. Like I wanted it to impress like my dad. I wanted it to impress my coaches. I wanted it to impress other people, but like, I wasn't actually, I actually deep down, I wanted, I wanted them to be proud of me. I didn't want yeah. to be a tennis player, even though I love tennis. Yeah. Cause then I'm wondering how come like comedy is working so much smoother for me than tennis. And it's like, cause I think I'm manifesting like the experience where tennis i just was like i need to win this match and they were like you you're can't win ma- this match. manifesting being fulfilled by your profession yes and that's what you got and tennis i actually like hated 
like competing against people every day like you know I'm a sensitive little soul and I don't like fighting the craziest thing to me is that like you literally used to have to wake up and do like workouts in college I had to wake up at 6 a.m every day do a two-hour workout place three hours of tennis after class and then sometimes do weights after no we'd have to do like every day I would get to the point of almost puking from pushing yourself so hard and you didn't even feel fit because you were so sore because you were exerting your body so hard because if you didn't push yourself so hard you could lose your scholarship you would lose to the next girl like it was just so much pressure and that's why I think when people are like how do you perform in front of all these people I'm like because this is fun for me compared to the literal torture I went through I do one workout and I'm like it's so weird they haven't asked me to be in Sports Illustrated (laughs) so odd it's a bad look for them honestly (laughs) do I do I have like one tennis hit and be like should she go back on tour yes yes (laughs) she's incredible but I do think it's like make sure your motives are right like you're doing it because you really want it just for you and then you just fucking lean in when I was younger I used to say this phrase like all the time because I thought it was funny, but I feel like I like manifested it in like a weird way. When anyone would like say something to me, I'd be like, whatever, I'm an undiscovered soap star. And like, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm wait. an undiscovered soap star. Like, remember when soap operas were so big? Yeah, my Nana was obsessed with them. I literally thought that that was my calling. Like, I was going to be on a soap opera. And so yeah. I would just say, like, I'm just undiscovered. Like, Wait, but you literally are a soap star now. Like, reality TV is the new is, soap star. No, I literally, reality TV replaced soap operas. But I actually used to do this a really embarrassing thing because I was like, I would pray for this one boy. Mm-hmm. It's not how God works, but keep going. Okay, so I knew that he had a crush on me. <laughs> you think Wait, God? You, you think God is putting together premarital sex? I don't think so. Yeah, that was so a non-religious person praying. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, if he just looks at me, I promise I'll never lie again. So I knew this boy liked me. Like, I knew he did. But for whatever reason, he was, like, playing games. And I would pray to God for him to love me and to show me. That's sick in the head. <laughs> Is that crazy? I go, I want him to love me and to show me because I know he loves me, but I need him to show it. I'm going to be honest. I've seen some TikToks that are like, if you say this four times, he'll text you. And like when me and Craig first started talking, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. <laughs> I would like repeat something like, he can't live without me. He literally is obsessed with. <laughs> okay. We're okay, witches. Now you make me it's... feel better about mine. But the problem no. with mine is later on in life, like this was like when we were kids later on in life he basically told me he loved me and showed me and i like wasn't into it anymore (laughs) you're like i manifested that years ago i was like i was like 10 manifestations ago babe catch the fuck up i'm not gonna lie not to sound like a full-fledged cult but (laughs) my mom is like the og manifester like you can't talk to her about anything unless she's like just pray about it like that's if she doesn't know the answer she that's what she says and there's no you can't say anything back to it she's like just i don't know pray about it (laughs) and so so i'm not kidding there are times where like i'm so anxious or i'm so worried about just like my life in the future and like i'll just be like whatever i'm just like letting it go and like god will handle it and i do immediately feel a sense of relief like in my body yeah well jim carrey did say he's all like no 
all like spiritual things are the same. Yeah, Jim Carrey said our our God. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> Dolly Parton and Jim Carrey said and Garth Brooks, they said that don't worry about how you're gonna get there. Like that will unravel. Don't try to force that. Just know what you wanna do. Like remember he was like, Don't care about the details of like like trust the process. And I always say this with karma. You know when you're like, oh, I want to get this fucking person back for fucking me over. And you try to, no. The universe has way more creative, yeah. beautiful ways than you will ever do. You sit back. You sit yeah. back and you focus on yourself. Because let the universe be creative and have some fun with this person. So, as much as I love revenge, sometimes like in my head I'll take revenge way too far and I'm like come on Paige you can't kill their whole family (laughs) (laughs) see I think me trying to get revenge is bad karma yeah I like always sit back one of my girlfriends (laughs) has this one thing that like I've heard her say about multiple girls where she's where like if we don't if she doesn't fuck with someone she'll say "Ugh, living in their head though day after day must be a nightmare like that their own head is their own like that's the revenge like they have to live the rest of their life like being them and I just think that's so like beautiful like if I say anything about someone I don't like she'll be like I mean but think about living in their head every single day Ugh, like they got it bad enough whenever someone's done like something to hurt me or has been mean to me Mm -hmm. I think how like I'm must must be one of like tons of people they do this to so it's like so they just do this to everyone in their life yeah. like how do you function like it's, this isn't a one-off that happened right no no no, no. this is like no like this is them this is who and they are sad. speaking of pettiness i watched i f- this is so embarrassing but i hadn't watched the last dance with michael jordan on netflix okay i just hadn't watched it i think because i was like putting it on a pedestal i was like this is really important and the I was one just, that like, came not- out during covid I think so. Yeah. The one with Michael Jordan. I Space Jam is my favorite movie, famously. Mm-hmm. Like, I will, someone a, will say, like, an Oscar-worthy movie. I say Space Jam. Space Jam. Um, Shawshank Redemption? No, Space Jam. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> this man mm-hmm. is the pettiest, vengeful man I've oh, ever, yeah. I was laughing hysterically during it. What like, did he do? He's Sicilian. The guy's Sicilian. Yeah. So he's he's so good right like he wins everything he's won three championships that like you start kind of getting bored in your head Mm -hmm. because you're so good so he'd have to play games within the game to get him revved up (laughs) so he talks about like one guy like celebrated a little too hard after like hitting a three and everyone was like "Uh uh-oh and Jordan's like I didn't like how we did that so then I had to ruin him and then it just shows Jordan just like dunk 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 next game some guy said like um nice game or something after a game that they lost and and then it cuts to him and he goes he shouldn't have done that and then it's like <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> and then at one point he said that someone pissed him off and like yeah. won like four games in a row and then they asked him like this is all because that guy like put his hand over your shoulder after the game and he goes no i made that up like he would just make up stuff to, about people just to piss himself off just to get him going to want to beat them and then the people knew this about him so whenever everyone would be like don't wake the sleeping bear and someone would like accidentally say something in the press and then the whole team would be like oh god and jordan would be like it's time to get your ass <laughs> michael jordan is a giggler he's a giggler but it reminded me of like kind of like 
reality TV where like after games and during tournaments, he'd like be looking at the paper and he'd look to see if someone said something about him to be like, okay, now I have to be there. <laughs> He's a literal giggler. He feels most comfortable in the emotion of rage. He feels his most at peace when he's pissing someone Spiteful. off. <laughs> they did say one thing about Michael Jordan. Mm. They said that he always lived in the present. Like mm-hmm. he was, ve- he didn't get nervous about the future. And that's yeah. why he was. If so I was great. a billionaire, I, I would too. <laughs> okay. Let's please. He's like, Oh, he lives. He doesn't worry about anything in the future. Yeah. Why the fuck would he? Why would he? Dude, you have to watch then the new movie about him air. But the best part is, is like he's actually not even the movie is about his career, but he's not even in it. Like they have a character playing him, but you literally only see the back of his head. It's more about his mom. It was so good. His mom Uh single handedly changed the entire game for the NBA. He she's basically the reason that like basketball players became automatic influencers. She said yeah. no to Adidas. She said no to Reebok for a shoe. She went yeah. with Nike, who was like nothing at the time. They only did running yeah. sneakers. Yeah. They, she said he's not signing this contract unless he gets a percentage of every single pair of shoes sold. And they were like, it's just not how it works, ma'am. Like we'd have to change it for everyone. Like this is not how this business is run. And she goes, then change it. And they were like, Oh, and they needed Michael Jordan because Nike was going to be like going under. And they're like, I okay. heard they told him like they paid him like 250K and they were hoping in like three years to make three million dollars. And they said like in the first couple months they made like 200 million dollars. Yeah. He makes 400 million dollars a year on passive income from just okay, shit being that's sold. That's what we need to do. No, passive I've- income. I'm putting Pass- passive income on my vision board. <laughs> God, if you're listening, I'd love to manifest passive income. Someone said something like Britney Spears when she brushes her teeth is like making money. Like back in the day, someone said that. And I was like, that yeah. sounds like a goal. It's so funny you brought that up because I had a note on the Michael Jordan documentary because it's like nine episodes. Like it's extremely long. Mm-hmm. Never once do they even mention that he got married like at one point he mentions like my wife my kids but like if it was about a woman it would be like a whole thing like she met someone how it affected her career did she want to have she got married at one point like episode seven he has three kids and a woman (laughs) in the background and i'm like no one's gonna this wasn't important have you heard the conspiracy theory that he's the father of jimmy butler like oh, the other wow. like really good basketball player and they is put like pictures ESPN of them <laughs> no this is a full sports podcast yeah it's a niche sports conspiracy theory wait i'm obsessed with that well because michael jordan's two sons like are like kind of like they never played lebron's kids are playing and they say and that michael jordan had this child and was paying child support for the child until he turned 13 jimmy butler lived with his mom until he was 13 and then she kicked him out because the dad stopped paying child support and they're saying that that's the kid and he's like amazing at basketball and he looks yeah, he's just amazing. like him <laughs> speaking of sports influencers i went to the yankee game the other night not me oh, yeah. i'm not a sports influencer <laughs> 
But there was this girl there and she's sitting like a couple rows ahead of us. And there's a group of teenage boys behind me screaming this girl's name. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I literally was like, like, it was like a girl who's famous on TikTok. I felt so old because I was like, there's no way. Yes, it was Livy Dunn. Yeah. The guys went nutty for her and so i'm sitting i'm watching her and i'm watching all these guys come up to her and take pictures and uh in my immediate first thought was wow i'm so fucking happy that like people that are fans of me and giggly squad are all women women how uncomfortable she's probably (gasps) been in certain situations with so many men i mean she had a group of 30 men yelling her name she also (laughs) is like a top top ucla gymnast yeah and it's funny because when i was in college playing athletics like the the sports people the athletes were famous on campus like the quarterback was famous the like certain people are famous on campus but we didn't have social media so i think about like damn these people back in my day could have like blown up on social media but they didn't i mean they didn't have it this is going to, I can't believe the sentence about to come out of my mouth. The NCAA changed their rules on the athletes making money. And it yes. has to be because of social media. Because there's it, just, yes, there's just no way. I mean, Livy Dunn is probably making hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. No, millions. But it's, it's, yeah. it was fucked up because before it's for you to play in college, you couldn't make any money off your sport when the kids are bringing in so much fucking money for yeah. the college. But I always was like, what are they going to do? Because if they were going to pay people, they can't pay the top basketball player the same as like the top tennis player. We were not a revenue sport, even though we were working as fucking hard as that. Right. Right. But I realize now it's the, it's you're allowed to do your own personal social media deals. I remember it was crazy. Like in college, I went to school with this guy badgers his name was mike bruzowitz and he had this big red afro and he had like a couple good games and he was like my good friend and one day they start selling red afros at the Cole center and like hundreds of thousands of people are buying these red afros and in my head i'm like they're making so much money from this kid yeah. who's getting i mean he has a full Nothing. ride but like if he gets gonna, injured his career's done and yeah. i just remember thinking like there's something fucked up like you should at least get jersey sales or something like they're all wearing jerseys of or something guys. even if he got like two percent of the sales like yeah so i feel like i'm glad that they've evolved but during my time 10 years ago throwback yeah. sorry for my gen z fans I hate reminding you that I'm not Gen Z. I know. Um, it's sad. I feel like you oops. are. You're my Gen Z. Thanks, babe. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so anyway, the, there's also a fact that Jordan, Michael Jordan's son is with Larsa Pippen. Have you seen this? Yeah, I think that's true. No, this is a full sports podcast. Yeah, but do you guys realize how crazy that is? Jordan... And Scottie Pippen, Pippen were the two players. They played together. Larsa Pippen, she, Scottie Pippen's wife. She's known this man. Scottie Pippen's ex-wife now is dating one of Jordan's sons. Like, this is crazy pants. No. Also, just like her connection to the Kardashians. And now she's on Bravo. It all goes back to Bravo. It all it literally does. Um, last thing I want to say, because I also want to know if the gigglers like know this. I have a massive gripe with Netflix. Like, Okay, where is this word gripe coming from? Because I'm obsessed with it. I love it. We need to use it more. It's just I have a real. I don't. Gripe I can't. Pick. I can't give you a synonym right now, but 
It's a gripe. Yeah, it's a gripe. <laughs> it's a real gripe. So I got hit with the Netflix, like you can only have a Netflix in the home that you're in and you can have it on certain amount of devices. And I have been on my cousin's Netflix for <laughs> since the year Netflix came out. Like I have my own profile on her thing and like that's it is what it is. <laughs> Finally, I get hit on my TV with like, hey, is this the account? Is this the home that this is the account? So I got, I'm not going to steal her Netflix. Yeah. So I, so I have to make my own profile or make my own account, whatever I do it. I log in. Great. I didn't realize that I'm basically starting Netflix over. They don't know any the algorithm. They don't know anything about me. I could only, they gave me like, they were like, out of these 10 shows, pick your top three. And I was like, no, I can't do this. Like, I have a different, I have different tastes for different things. Why can't I bring my old profile to my new one? Like, oh, because you had your own profile within her account. Yes. And so like all my shows that I've already watched, they're already in there that I watched them. It gives me like things similar to this. It Wait, is that's like so scary. It's like someone has broken into my home and like I feel extremely violated. I'm like, I don't this isn't mine. And they just threw everything everywhere. You don't know where anything is. And they were like, watch Gilmore Girls. And I was like, watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I've I've watched Gilmore Girls multiple times. You don't know anything Watch about Gilmore it. Watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's like you don't even listen to me when I talk. <laughs> Literally. I feel like it's getting a new boyfriend. It's That's like if I went on my TikTok and the algorithm started from the beginning and I was just scrolling, like seeing chiropractor videos. I'm like, I'm not Des. No, it's literally as if you are going on a first date and it's like, what's your favorite color? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not doing this. I've Wait. like, I've put in the work. I put in the Wait. 10 years of Netflix work. I can't, I can't start now. It's so upsetting, but you know what? Maybe in the unknown, you will find things that you never thought you'd find. <laughs> there's a positive in this and we're going to find it. Yeah. Maybe there's like a new show that I'm just going to love that they're going to throw up there. I didn't tell you about my recent psychic experience. Oh my God. No. So Sierra is friends with a psychic named Tiffany Rice, okay. who's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she went to my show at the Wilbur in Boston and she came to the green room after the show <laughs> and she just immediately is like talking to my feature and telling her all this stuff. And then she looks at me and she's like, I'm seeing a white cat. And I'm like, Ugh, Des is not going to let me get another cat. I've, I've manifesting. I'm praying. It's not going to happen. Then I go, wait, did you say white? <laughs> and she was like, you're saying yes, I was like my cat I was like so my friend Paige really wants a white cat and she goes she's gonna get it it's coming <laughs> it's the white cat is coming whether you need to buy or sell or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale Redfin's got you covered Redfin updates their listings every two minutes so that you can see new homes first and they give you personalized recommendations based on the homes you like so you can find the home that's just right for you whether it's a cabin a craftsman or a castle with the top rated Redfin app you can favorite homes share listings with others and schedule tours even the same day with a local Redfin agent who can help guide you through the whole home buying process and if you're looking to sell Redfin agents have the experience to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. 
With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards what matters the most to you, like your next home. In fact, last year, Redfin saved home sellers $127 million. So no matter where you are in your real estate journey, Redfin can help. Download the Redfin app to get started today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So I have this conspiracy theory that Des is a psychic and he doesn't know because okay. multiple psychics have told me that Des is a psychic, but he's like really against this stuff. But I will literally be like, yeah, it's so stupid. So what do you think I should do with it? <laughs> <laughs> he always has You're literally me. tricking him into like reading your tarot cards. You're like, hey, no, just do so me a quick favor. Flip this card. They literally go like your husband is like cra- crazy, intuitive, like knows everything like so wise and i'm like yeah i know and i'll be like does i think you're psychic he goes i don't believe in that fucking shit and i'll be like so <laughs> for my career in the next two years <laughs> and then he'll just you're like, what are you answer. just <laughs> randomly what are you seeing Random. if you had if you, to, if if you, you had, had to see it what would it be you think no it's um, and then i even had it you guys should listen i had des on burning in hell and i asked a question about like intuition des is like i don't fucking believe in intuition it's just stuff that's been in your head like that's just, you've seen and then you just you have all these different voices and i'm like but what voices are you hearing <laughs> 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 what are the voices saying to you because <laughs> i would like to know them <laughs> wait i love we literally have an in-house psychic that doesn't know, doesn't know which but is you're actually also, better you're also psychic it's one of my favorite compliments when psychics you're say also that psychic me. but not with yourself you block yourself i block myself but they say i've had multiple psychics say that i am psychic but i don't really tap into my psychic abilities until i become yeah. a mom when i pop that first kid out and i'm just like i know you were smoking weed like they're gonna be scared <laughs> of me and that's oh what God. i want my honest opinion of you is you actually are so psychic you know everything but you choose to be a rebel like you'll be like i know what i should do and i know what i want to do and then you go but that would be too easy i'm like but what if we (laughs) fucked it up a different way (laughs) so i actually i have to catch a flight to paris um no i hate you i'm gonna keep you guys posted on the journey and you have a memorial day party right i do craig is throwing his first backyard barbecue today and i'm actually so excited for it because he's so excited for it the barbecue is going to be barbecuing where are you going to be are you going to be the girl in the pool are you going to be like right like what's what's my character like am i going full like i'm also hosting don't don't host no and i i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna lounge i'm gonna do what i do like Paige, can you grab more cups in the kitchen and like you have to get it Put a ring on it, honey. I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> I literally buy the cat. I you don't... can't get the milk for free. <laughs> you get in a full fight during it when he asks <laughs> you for cups. I don't work here. 
huh, I'm already late to the party. Like the party started. People oh, are in the backyard. The <laughs> you're working. Mama has to work. No, for mom, this fucking mommy's family. working. Mommy's working. Well, go have fun. I love you. Thanks for I listening, Giggler's. We'll talk to you later. Bye.